Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by StrikeForceEnergy.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. Uh, oh, yeah. open it up with the ham horn. Had to do it. Had to do it. Had to do it. You had to do it with Hi, Sean O'Connell. Today. Hi. Hi, Sean O'Connell. Hi, Sean O'Connell. You see, Hello. at Drinking Bros, we're experts at a lot of different things, and one thing is, is we're expert friend, friend makers, so we brought an expert fighter to come in and talk with us about what happened last night. They already knew. You were on the last episode, so it's yeah. not that fucking special. You can't, I, I'm like a rat. It's kind of special. Hard to get rid of. True. Once you've once you've exposed yourself to me, <laughs> it's going to yeah, take I've a while. Always, I've a, always uh, noticed rashes are easiest to get rid of with a hot blade. Oh, it was the craziest yeah. thing. So I'm pulling up to the office, Ross, and I was I texted Sean. I was like, "Hey, man, we're doing an episode at 12, and it's short notice." When I text him, he was eating a burrito in the parking lot, and he's like, "Oh, I, oh I, weird! I happened to be by the office." <laughs> uh, uh, well, let me see if I can fit it into my skull cage. I'm, I'm just eating a burrito in your parking lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm squatting on the property. Was that was that a gas station burrito? It looked delicious. Oh, yeah. Was it the bomb? Yeah, was well, it? You know uh, the bomb burrito? The it's the like worst. Worst. That's pounds. my favorite. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite. Well, it's it's nice. It cleans out the whole system. I'm definitely gonna have diarrhea later. Oh that's yeah. Like when when all the hippie girls do the system flushes, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I do. I get the gas station burrito. Dude, I love cleansed. gas station yeah. egg salad. That's my favorite. Oh. oh. Or gas station Ugh. sushi. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Where the where the tuna on the California roll's gone kind of gray. That, yeah, that, that, gray. That's you know if you're going funny? full colonic, where it's like, hey, somebody I, Ross, somebody on Instagram sent me a photo of them. In Oklahoma, at a Cinex gas station, and on the sign it said, uh, "We have we have, we have the best clams." Or like the, the oh. <laughs> in Oklahoma, it's yeah. a landlocked state for all of you. Yeah. At a at a Cinex gas station, like sale right. on clams. If you're oh, if you're in Oklahoma and you're going anywhere besides a quick trip, you're just you're in the wrong spot. Yeah, okay? <laughs> yeah, you might you might, you might as well be. eat those clams in a fucking hospital. Because that's where you're oh. going to end up. Dude, there's nothing. I, I, I honestly don't think there's nothing worse than canned oysters. Uh, like, I mean, uh, I can think of some shit worse, but that's yeah. pretty I bad. Mean, but it, in, ref, in retrospect of a grocery store, something that you can buy, like the most like rank shit. No, like have you ever had like, a mayonnaise anchovy sandwich? I love those. Yeah, but no, you know, no they're you're, stuffed, you're out of category. They're mayonnaise stuffed anchovies. Yeah. So when you bite it and it's like a little pimple that just those pops. Those are good. And, like those are good on Ritz crackers. Oh, <laughs> I, my favorite is... Is chopped onion mayonnaise and corn nuts. I love that. <laughs> chopped onion, yeah, you, you mayonnaise, dice onion, onion. What kind of corn nuts? You dice an onion. Oh, the Cool Ranch. Oh, uh, you, you always Cool Ranch. Dice an onion. Yeah, yeah. Three packs of Cool Ranch corn nuts in a Ziploc bag and about half a jar of mayonnaise and mix it up. Yeah, so that's great. The, you just palm it. Uh, the, the breath. The breath uh, after something like that because the corn nuts by themselves self, yeah. ruin yeah. your breath for like a week, and then you add the onions. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's just a, brave a hard new red world. onion, diced red onion. Uh, that's like you're just you're trying to make yourself repulsive. Little garlic in there. <laughs> hey, hey, Ross. I I totally have to tell you a story that uh, happened to me a week and a half ago that I didn't tell in the podcast, but it's. It's it's a good one. Fire away, fire away. Before we get before we get into the the fights and shit. So yeah, yeah. And here the I am. Not, yeah, go ahead. 
So oh, okay. I'm at Black Rifle Coffee. Um, you know, it was like till five or six. I had to go do some edits, so I went over to my uh, the business house that we have to meet up with Eli, and I'm fucking working on this edit. Unicorn Ranch. Unicorn Ranch until Everybody about ten me. p.m. Uh, I always carry my Glock on me, of course. Uh, well, I'm sitting there, and I have my my bag that I travel with, and I was getting into my Uber because I had a few drinks to drive get home, and I'm sitting there like I don't want to really appendix carry it now. I'll just put my gun in my bag. It's between my legs. We'll be good to go. Yada yada. Four days later, I'm flying to go see my wife's family in oh. Indiana. We're going through TSA, you know, not thinking about fucking anything. Do, 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 do. And all of a sudden, like the line starts getting like a little like pinged. I'm like, wait, what the fuck is that? Where's my bag? TSA getting all agitated. Yeah, dude, you could see like the spidey senses. They're all freaking out wide eyed. And then Noel's like, oh, my God, is that a gun? And I'm like, that's not a fucking gun. I'm not that fucking stupid. Oh, fuck. Because I could tell it had my. No it was a low. A loaded Glock 19 with 16 rounds, one in the pipe, and loaded back up the magazine with a spare magazine fully loaded, and it com- comes through. And yeah, I took a loaded firearm in my bag through TSA, so they did like, I guess they have to do like a full investigation on me and yeah. TSA. The police confiscated it, and we go through this whole process of um, of freaking all the investigation. The one cop, Jared, was the guy that... Uh, did our, did our, our plane investigation Yeah, the plane... Dick, when, we, when we helped out the, the stewardess from getting accosted that one day when we told out in Drinking Bros, the same cop. And then the other cop was a huge Black Rifle fan. So as I'm finishing up the paperwork, he's like, hey man, can, can I get a selfie? And I was like, motherfucker, rip up the paperwork then. Like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Mail that shit home. But yeah, I took a fucking pistol through. I was the 64th pistol this year nice, through the Salt Lake nice, City solid. Airport. So, no 64. so, so yeah. what, what happens for the audience at home at the end of all of this? Do you get fined? Do you well, get- fortunately, I, I think TSA, since it's federal, it's, it's nationally... It's all the same, but they said up until a year ago, they arrest every single person and take you to jail. Wow. So I got fortunate on that because I've never been arrested. Um, but they, the TSA. That's and- just a waste of money. Like, it's stupid. That is a waste well, of taxpayer I, I, like, dollars he, right there. He, the first like, thing he goes, like, do you have ID? I whip out my fucking driver's yeah. license, my CHL, so my handgun yeah. license. That's yeah. I, Boom. It, there it reciprocity is. Reciprocity right in, in Utah. Like, I'm like, dude, we should be not good. Not trying to fucking hurt anybody. Yeah. But the, the cops were actually really fucking cool. But I, apparently they're That's like, you'll find that. out in three three weeks in the mail if huh. you're getting fined. I can be fined up to ten thousand dollars. Holy oh, shit! Yeah, and I guess you had to like. I wrote the whole thing about why it's there, but I'm like, it's a legal firearm. I'm a fucking handgun license carrier. Like everything's like, I couldn't be more legal. But, if, so I hope it goes well. If you, you as an individual, as, <laughs> as experienced as you are. Yeah. Uh, with firearms, There's if no you hope. end up getting fined, like no everyone hope. is screwed. Yeah. I just Everybody. like how one of the cops immediately pulled out. I was like, "Oh, it's cool. A Navy SEAL once brought a 1911 through." I'm like, "Oh, there's the SEAL card." <laughs> <laughs> a Navy SEAL. Nah, if, if any of the cops listen to the show, thank you guys so much. They were fucking awesome, and they weren't in my face at all. They were huh. like, "You're an idiot," and I was like, "I sure am." And they were That's, they were amazing. So, thanks, so I guys. got two but, things for you guys, real quick. All right, uh, That's eight guns a month, one, by the way. Uh, Ross and Matt, yeah. check your text. We just got the first revision of the new logo back so it looks fucking guess, awesome you like it you want to keep I, that i just text you back i i love it okay ask, ask i it. love that yeah. okay yeah That's perfect sweet done and done we're done Go with ahead. that number two ross you're gonna have to have a second conference call with our uh our third female for the 200th episode okay i spoke to her today she passed her phone number um she has a little issue 
She really wants to do it, but she broke her hip. So she's hoping she'll be healed. <laughs> Is this real? Yeah. Is this real? Yes. Russ, you have to record Wait, this conversation. Sean too. doesn't know about episode you 200. You have to record this conversation. Are you getting the Golden Girls on episode 200 or something? She... No, so episode 100, we had two strangers fuck in front of us, and we narrated it like, like a, a UFC, UFC fight. Yeah. We're like, well, it seems he's putting his dick. Oh, yep, there's an orgasm. She has achieved an orgasm. We, we fucking narrate it. And for 200, we are going to. We're going to do either a threesome or a couples are going to swing in front of us. But uh, either, you know, if she can. Do you want to be in on that guy, with us? Come on, Shot. I'm out. Come on, Shot. That's a hard pass for me. That's, that's but, wild. But, you know, Ross had to have the conference call the other day with the couple, you know, to a go- I like how it's a conference call. I know, as if it's, it's a so official. Call. I mean, now we're getting into so many people involved. <laughs> are there like, attorneys you gotta involved? Do, you got to do a call in. That's like, how I knew I was going to marry Noel was the second time we'd hung out in person. We had talked for a long time. Second time we'd hung out in person was episode 100. And I was like, hey, <laughs> so I do this podcast thing. And so you see that girl and that dude, they're going to fuck upstairs. And I have to watch and narrate it. And she's just like, oh, okay. I was like, are you like jealous? Like, she's like, it's not like you're going to fucking jump in on it. And I was like, that, that is true. And she's like, I'll be downstairs. Have fun, weirdos. And I was like, that's awesome. Wow. <laughs> she didn't care. And she came downstairs and they had ordered like Thai food or California pizza kitchen. Yeah. She's like, how was it? I was like, ah, you know, not, not as good as I thought. Honestly, sex. It was two and a half hours of sex. Yeah. That's uh, that that's I watched. A, it's we, a vastly a different lot of food how I that. knew I love my wife story than most people. You yeah. know what I mean? She was a rock. You it wasn't should, like, yeah. are you, you're fucking disgusting. Or you're going to like, she was like, that was the moment. She's like, yeah. this dude is fucking crazy, oh, but I'm going to tell that story. Right. I like him you're anyway. Like him. We ate a lot like. of food after that. We had a lot of yeah. Chinese there was food. So much and CPK food. No, it was, and dude, yeah, it was CPK. Remember, fucking Evan was just cooking up a storm with some coffee, dude. Yeah, man, that was a, that was a good time. That that Airbnb was tarnished by us, but yeah. it was a good time. <laughs> it was a great time. I loved it. <laughs> Can you loved imagine? It. Like you find out your fucking Airbnb was used on a, just, a podcast where strangers I were really, fucking. Yeah, I mean, basically it, a porn shoot. I, it was messy. It was Honestly, messy. Ross, you have to record this conversation with this girl because it's going to be so funny. I will. Because, you know, Give she me... really wants to do it, but she's hurt, and she thinks she'll be Well, not just better. hurt, but broke her hip. Yeah. How, how, That's how such an you... old lady injury. Horseback. How do you fuck after, oh, getting, how do you get fucked See, fuck after breaking your hip? Well, I mean, I just was like, so does that like just leave doggy style out? I imagine that just kind of like... I mean, we could get like a liberator and just prop her up so yeah, it's just I like mean, she's could, just like a we doggy. We make sure she's comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. We could like... We'll get her some iced tea. morphine her a little bit, make her a little limp. No, we'll get some icy oh. hot on her tush, <laughs> you know? Oh. Drinking bros is a lot different than ballers and brawlers. <laughs> yes. She's got a problem. She's got a broken That's why hip. you're here, though. No competitive space. Yeah, yeah, Competing exactly. Space. Yeah, you talk about like cool shit that matters, and we just talk about dicks, trannies, and people fucking in front of us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, but guess what? I would never change this show. 500, is that like an orgy? Oh, God. Like... I, I, Ross, I, I you think have it's to like bang. An, it's like an eyes wide shut type deal where everybody comes in their favorite superhero mask and then <laughs> the you know. Illuminati are involved. No, it's uh. like all of us have to come with our significant other and spin a wheel. And no. whoever, whoever it lands on, that's the couple that has to bang in front of the other guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, if there's any swat, nope, no, no not today, never. It's just whoever gets chosen, it's like sex roulette. Nothing inside <laughs> I mean, of me I'll wants be, to I'll watch be... you bang, Jared. Like, not, not <laughs> yeah. one single. You said you wanted to see that. Maybe my favorite thing about Matt Best Official is how sexually liberated he is in every way until someone 
even hints at like wanting to touch his wife's butt and then he immediately becomes like 1950s <laughs> this like, is how like we the, do it it's like the robocop 2 machine <laughs> oh, Dude, amazing. i don't i don't fucking play man i don't no, fucking share i don't fucking share yeah, that, i'm with you on that because that that takes you down a rabbit hole of you know a lifetime Weird. of I, i'm like self. I, I am old school like that where it's like i don't look at her like my property but like as a fucking man in the relationship i'm a little old school it's like i'm her protector and i don't sure. want fucking people touching her like not even no, I, like a dude mis- a massage therapist get fucked I'm weird like that like you yeah, can have whatever you yeah. can have a butch chick that wants to fucking eat your pussy just that's fine that. what the fuck are you doing it's is just that you Tumblr. no it's Tumblr, Tumblr. Oh, he's just showing me porn I mean it just came up okay that, that, that I bet that's happen, how you have way. sex it's just getting road like that and then you're just <laughs> laying there like with a fucking sipping, cheeseburger sipping a big sip oh god <laughs> Ross, stop! It's not funny. I, I, I bet after like one minute of sex, you're like McGregor in the bottom of the tenth. You know, you're just fucking yeah, tired, just sloppy, out, out of breath, just, just like just the guess. referee stepping in to <laughs> stop, and you're like, "Did I not? I, I that's just fatigue. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not finished. It's just fatigue. It's just fatigue." <laughs> Jared, you came all over the floor. It's fatigue. It's fatigue. I think. I think it was close. I think. I think it was better than you thought it was. It's, it's you know it's more it's more Scottish. It doesn't really sound like Conor McGregor because McGregor. he doesn't McGregor. have like uh, he doesn't look, have the let's, Lucky let's, Charms Irish accent. We'll, we'll, we'll get into the McGregor fight. Let's get into the Spancers first, and then uh, we'll get. I'm gonna let you the, run with these. I'm gonna go get another beer, Ross. But uh, I need you to say Strike Force so I can get some fucking you know some amp going on. I will, dude. By the way, so hungover that the the only way out of this hangover is is uh, like drinking. Like that's it. Uh, but we'll I, get it, we'll I get wore a giant hoodie to the gym before I, I came here, over it all. sweat it out, and then I'm it's drinking. Kind of disappointed. Mm. I didn't drink that. Yeah, much, I guess, that's yesterday. that's the only Should've. way you can do it. Uh, all right, let's let's uh, let's get to the the first sponsor, StrikeForceEnergy.com. Boy, I want to There is nothing in in God's green earth like a goddamn little little tasty tiny little tin pouch of energy. Um, look, kids, kick the can. You don't need the can anymore. It's over with, and it's about to be official for life because they're they're going on sale in Seven Eleven inside, uh, at, starting in Virginia Beach, and then if, if they do well there, they're going nationwide. So grab some StrikeForceEnergy.com, get on the train before it gets to be the fucking popular thing to do. Uh, go to their websites, use the promo code Drinking Bros for twenty percent off. They ship everywhere in the entire world, and that shit literally goes in everything: uh, waters, beers, Kool Aids, liqueurs, you name it. Um, they get a subscription. You can mix with semen, Jared. Yeah, you, you really mix it with semen. Gross. You mix it with semen. Yeah, it's a it's a strike come. Don't forget that. You didn't have Gross. to do that. Gross. I had to. Um, he, he almost vomits when you talk about cum. So we uh, we love him. We we love Strike Force. Been drinking, pounding it all morning. I fuck. I was drinking it last night for that fight. Uh, I was having some Stradkas actually. Strike Force with vodka. Um, real good combo. Uh, with with that Lacroix, you can, it doesn't get any better than that. Um, Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com, promo code DRINKINGBROS, 20% off. They ship everywhere in the entire world, and they get a 750-milliliter bottle that goes boom, boom. You can squirt that and fucking be on your day. Uh, get the subscription of the Month Club, though. Just do it and get it over with. Uh, next the up. The fact that people don't have subscriptions on everything is mind-boggling crazy, to me. Because crazy. Because I'm man. fucking lazy as far as, like, I gotta go to the store. Like, I want my shit. Especially when it's caffeine. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, next up, we got uh, ghostbed.com. Oh, boy. 
There's, there's going to be uh, three people on a ghost bed on the uh, on the 200th, maybe four. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, I mean, the more the merrier. Those ghost beds are comfy, and they can. They, I guarantee they can hold four people fucking. Oh yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. And you know what they say, Matt, you sleep so good it's scary. That's, they do. Uh, that's I heard that's the tagline. <laughs> you know, God, I love it. If they don't take that line and run with it, they're crazy. Um, I know. But look, we all have ghost beds. No lie, it's the fucking best mattress on the goddamn planet. It ships right to your house. You don't have to do shit. Um, just lay it out once you pull it out of the box. It's great. Uh, go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros or use the promo code drinking bros. You get $50 off a bed and you get three free pillows when you order. Um, and the, Which, pill- the pillows I, I will are the best. Say, dude, those fucking pillows. I went to Costco because I love Costco and they same. have similar pillows, but they're just not the same. No, like, it doesn't have same. that. Yeah. It ain't the same. It's fucked up. So go to it's ghostbed.com. Up, uh, use the promo code drinking bros. Get on it. Get your shit. Uh, next up, we got warfightertobacco.com. Warfighter smoke Tobacco. Smoke if you got them. Yeah, smoke them if you got them. If you don't got them, go get them and smoke them. Uh, they're made with uh, real Cuban seeds, hand-rolled from the Dominican Republic and shipped over to the United States for your fucking mouth pleasure. Um, they're, they're 100% combat veteran-owned. Rocco is one of the co-owners. Uh, support them. And also, if, if there's a local cigar store near you and you want Warfighter Tobacco cigars in your store, just talk to the owner and then email Scott Jansen and the boys over at Warfighter Tobacco and, and they will get you hooked up. They're going to they're gonna try to go global. They're going to try to get into every single store they can. Uh, so hit up your local cigar stores. In the meantime, you can you can buy them on uh, warfightertobacco.com. Use the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 10% off. Um, and their cigars are getting really, really fucking good. I mean, they're, they've, those guys have stepped up their game beyond. And uh, their apparel and humidors is pretty rad, too. Uh, next, we got uh, gr- GrenadeSoap.com. A lot of people. I just want the fucking taint scrubber. I want the taint scrubber. I know. A lot of people are sending in pictures of the grenade soap. Uh, the soap on the rope. Grenade soap. It's made with real gunpowder. That's why it smells so goddamn good. Uh, they got tactical. I mean, I'm sure there's brushes. other things in there that make it smell good. You That's know, it. But it's, it's just the gunpowder, I guess. Um, <laughs> and uh, ha- they, they took half for leprechaun toe, like a baby toe oh. off of a leprechaun. And Dude, then leprechaun s- toes are so multi-purposed. I, I love those things. Yeah. No, not yeah. en- not enough people uh, uh, use them. Um, they feel really good if you clothespin them to your dick when you wear tight underwear. <laughs> So true. Oddly specific. Well, I mean, like when so it rubs true. on it, like it feels good. Oh, yeah, good. it feels yeah, good. Yeah, 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 leprechaun yeah. dicks are fucking dope. No, yeah. leprechaun toes on your dick. No, uh, I know, but I call yeah. it a leprechaun dick because oh, it, it yeah, becomes yeah, yeah. one it with your penis. Only, yeah. yeah, and it grows plants. Yeah. GrenadeSoap.com is OD green and combat <laughs> clean. Go to GrenadeSoap.com. Use the promo code DRINKINGBROS. You get 20% off. They got uh, some tactical toothbrushes and some dop kits and shit. They're, uh, they're, they're fucking rad, man. Last but not least, we got Black Rifle Coffee. Matthew, why don't you tell us about Yummy! it? Yummy! Yeah! I get excited. Oh, yeah! I get excited. No, everybody, I think, knows at this point about Black Rifle Coffee. It is a company that we we owned, you know, uh, three out of the four, uh, you know, but R- Ross is pretty much, he's, his his penis is Black Rifle, so he's a part of it. But yeah, now we, we've been amping up the, I really just want to promote the, the subscription stuff because it's fucking awesome, man. I, I pay for my own subscription, kind of the QC. Same here, it, but same here, by the way. It is the greatest shit you guys will ever see, and we offer all these exclusive offers for other vendors, so essentially the savings that you get from all these fucking awesome other stores that we 
mail out weekly, you pretty much get your coffee for free if you look at the your discount. So, and you get free shipping on your um your your orders from the coffee club. So it is a win win for you, and it's fucking awesome. So check it out, Drinking yes. Bros, twenty percent off. And the apparel, you guys is you guys' shirts are fucking dope. Dude, I've been on fleek. I, I'm wearing a, a brand new one right now that will be out uh, next week once I get them to go to Damn. print. Damn. And it'll be in a video that will be coming out here shortly. Yes, we did film a video yesterday, Ross. Yes, would you? What would you guys shoot? Uh, you know, we're just trolling the internet. I'll probably put it up tomorrow morning if I can get the, the sound design edited tonight if I'm motivated. So we did. Uh, <clears throat> we don't know. What do you want to call it, Jared? We, uh, we, it's essentially like if criminals followed gun laws. And I think so, you should, uh, uh, law-abiding criminal. That's yeah, what you should call law-abiding it. criminal. <laughs> Jared and some other people like break into my house and rob me, and I'm just kind of articulating why they can't fucking rob and kill me because all their firearms are illegal because we're in California. You know, liberal yeah. nonsense. Fuck yeah! <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's get it. Let's can we dive into that McGregor fight? I, I man, let's do it. Let's God do it. damn it! Are we gonna? Are we? Are, are we gonna take as long as it took for us to just watch it? Jesus, <laughs> God, we yeah, were what, like what? So facetiming so, with people that were at the fight, like <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Can, can we get into did, this? Because because Matt, Matt, did your did your UFC app crash? Because ours did. I, I didn't use the UFC app. I bought it off of uh, Dish. I get uh, Dish Network, but uh. a, a lot of people had problems with it last night. I lo- I for those of you who have never been to Matt's house, he's got a hundred and twenty inch screen projector in his basement he's got the ultimate man cave his bathroom has got a urinal for 4k 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 like 4k 120 his bathroom downstairs has a urinal and a toilet um i mean it's he's got a fucking full bar down there yeah (laughs) no bidet there's a bidet we bought we bought shrimp cocktail from costco yesterday was high fucking class man high class uh so anyways thanks for the invite by the way appreciate that you're always invited that means that's not how it Works. Matt's built up this this man cave to be like the ultimate for a dude. Last night was the ultimate fight for 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 a dude. However, yes, it was. When I saw a picture of it, it appeared as if you guys were watching <laughs> the fight on a phone screen, like an iPhone seven screen. Dude, so the fucking UFC app crashed halfway through the 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 co main event or whatever you want to call it. it was Mayweather's fighter, the title fucking guy. Oh, that shit bag who couldn't cookie make mon- weight, Cookie Monster. Yeah, the Cookie Monster, the yeah. Gervonta Davis. Mon- yeah. So like halfway through, it just cuts off, and then it got Richard Ryan over there Googling it, and it's like, how many people were getting ready to watch the fight crash Dude, the app? Australia, it was crashed. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But they were talking about delaying the fight, but then like Rocco's FaceTiming with his kids who were watching on Dish, and then we're FaceTiming people at the event and trying to get them just to like put it on the screen, so we casted an iPhone FaceTime to the fucking TV and it was like I don't know what 30 inch TV and this 120 inch fucking it's awesome screen like whatever it worked and then like right when round one started of the Marigger fight it cut, it cut on so we got lucky wow wow that's, that's first world problems right there my 120 inch fucking screen didn't work oh my, my god my exactly uh, but, but, hey but by the way Matt they did say after the fight that they did delay it by 15 minutes to try to get everything up and yeah, running yeah. Um, servers crashed in California and Florida, and those are obviously huge population bases. And they were worried about well, dissatisfied customers. Yeah, can you imagine yeah. oh, refund man. fucking a hundred dollars, million dollars? Oh, oh fuck! That you know that happened to me about ten years ago. I forget which fight it was. I was watching it uh, on pay per view, 
and uh, there was, like, was terrible storms throughout like all the all the fucking south, and uh, knocked out all the shit, and they had to give us refunds. And I was like, man, how much money did they fucking lose off of that thing? Yeah, fuck that. Um, so, what did those guys end up making? Uh, we we don't know yet. The numbers haven't come out. It was dependent on the pay per view. Connor definitely eighty million potential hundred plus based off of how many people bought the fight. Yeah, they the said only, they the, said in the end he's looking at around one one hundred to one twenty. Mayweather's looking at about three hundred to three thirty. The guarantee for both of them, the absolute guarantee, if none of us had bought this fight, was a hundred for Mayweather and thirty for McGregor, which is still obviously way more than he's ever made for a fight. So massive win for both men. But yeah, the the Ross just threw the more realistic numbers at you. I mean, does does McGregor even want to do this anymore? Is yeah, yeah. I, it sounded like he, he did. Was a he's going to fight at Christmas back in the UFC. That's what I heard. It, it 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 look. I think that he wants to go back and finish a trilogy with Nate Diaz, and you know. He's not going to do it for $10 million even. Yeah. He'd be stupid to do so. If if the UFC is not forced to pay him at least $20 million for a fight, then he probably won't, probably won't go back. You know, you've got Canelo Triple G coming up September 16th. If one of those guys or both of those guys looked at the numbers, the pay-per-view numbers that came out of Conor McGregor's presence on this card against Floyd Mayweather, and they decide that, you know, I want a relatively easy fight from a boxing perspective for $100 million. One of those guys might call him out, and he'd obviously take that bout. Yeah, I'm wondering. Cause like you in think his post- he could beat somebody else? Like no. 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 No? No. I don't think he could beat they just Canelo know, or Triple It seems they just G. know the game. Like no, Looking at how Floyd, and knowing nothing about this shit, Floyd knew how to how to fuck with him look like based on exactly what boxing does you know turning his back to him getting connor to constantly you know which by the way that was poorly officiated i don't i don't care what anybody it was says terrible. No, Why did they that break? guy was awful he was I'm like not a, a huge fucking... boxer but how come when he wrapped at the back they immediately broke and then put him right in the center of the ring is that is well that standard yeah practice? you want you want to get right back to the action and things like that but connor's corner needed to tell him when Floyd turns his back to you, stop hitting him. Don't grab him. Yeah. Just fucking beat his fucking kidneys punch him up. on the punch him on the side of the head. Yeah. Because there's no rule in boxing against punching somebody in the ear, punching somebody in the jaw, things like that. Right? The referee was stepping in because Connor was effectively clinching yeah. from behind, like he was going to pick him up and drop him again, and he was hitting him with the little like tiny rabbit punches and things like that. If if Connor just allowed Floyd to turn, and that that was a strategic thing from the Mayweather camp, obviously. They knew that the referee, the referee was going to be extra diligent on breaking up tie-ups, right? Because he, you saw in the pre-fight, yeah. the final rules, he was only talking to Conor McGregor. Yeah. He was like, don't grab him, don't punch him on the back of the head. He didn't say anything to Floyd Mayweather, but... Uh, the, the Mayweather camp knew that Connor would end up grabbing on and doing some of those things. So Floyd, anytime he felt like it, could just turn around. That, that was weird, and it was poorly officiated in those scenarios. But um, I, I will say, like I was, I was impressed with Connor's performance. I thought that oh, yeah. I didn't think he would do that well throughout the rounds. And granted, I know Mayweather was just like, "Hey, let's fucking tire this guy out." And then I was impressed with Mayweather because that dude, like, when it came to like six, seven, he was just walking forward and swinging, which he never fucking does. Yeah, it was, yeah. Super as a fan, super entertaining. Yeah, it was. I mean, Connor to took watch. the fight to him the beginning of every round up through like eight. Like as soon as as soon as that round began, boom, he was right in his face. He was pushing him against the ropes. Like it was it was fun, it's fun to, watch. to watch. Yeah, it was it was a deceptive, and maybe this is 
part of what, you know, everybody decided. Connor's camp, Floyd's camp, maybe complicit together. We all wanted to see this fight be a fight. Yes. Right? Yes. And Floyd, fully aware of that, and true to his strategic history in fights, he threw six punches in the first round. Yes. He threw six punches in the second round. Yeah, yeah. And it, not much more than that in the third round, right? So you had the beginning of this fight, the entire casual boxing community, yeah, boxing like, fan oh community. Oh, my God, McGregor's crushing. Right, and all the MMA fans that had bought their first ever boxing pay-per-view right. being like, yes, this is exactly what we wanted. Our guy is coming out and taking it to Floyd Mayweather. And I, I understand why people felt that way because – the first three rounds. <laughs> I was so fucking nervous. I was like, don't you dare get tired, motherfucker, because I know here. where this goes. So uh, I was like, was 50, was 50 Cent at the fight? Do we know that? Yeah, he was. He was. <laughs> Probably. He was? Yeah, why? You know him and fucking Floyd are, have a huge fucking beef, right? Yeah, I think they were. He's, he's basically the, I think, I think the one they, that called out Floyd for not being able to yeah, read. Yeah. 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 yeah, I think they patched it up eventually, but uh, oh. it was over a fighter, by the way. They were they were supposed oh. to open up that, that Mayweather's got his own pr- promotion team now. He was supposed yeah. to open that up with 50 cents, and they were going to split the cost and uh, and go in together. Mayweather decided to do the company on his own. That's what ended up you know tearing down their relationship. Yeah. But that fight last night for me, it was like it was like watching the first Rocky for the first time. Like, dun, I, dun, dun, dun. I just, dude, I just wanted him to finish. And I was, as yeah. he was getting more and more tired, I was like, oh my god, you're just two rounds away. Just get out of this tenth round if you can, man. Um, I think I, that's all of us because, like, I knew I had. A, we kind of all knew he was gonna lose, right? Obviously, yeah, yeah. but then like, yeah, but every at, round, at the tenth round, I was like, like please. Whoa. Please, if you make it to the 12th and actually fucking survive this fight, that is huge. Huge. E- huge. Either way, he goes out like a cult hero, I think. And I think he's big, oh, yeah. big, bigger than ever. for him no matter what. Yeah, but I think he's going to be, he's bigger than ever now. And everybody who watched that fight, like he went up against the, the greatest fighter of this generation. Not only did you hang in there, but I had it, this is no bullshit. I had it after five, I had it 4-1 McGregor. Um, and I had it going into after the ninth round. I had fucking Mayweather up by one round after nine. I, I could have been way off on that, but that well, until I got so, knocked so out. So you so you scored it the same way Conor McGregor himself scored it. Conor <laughs> in the post fight said he thought it was five four after the ninth, and then That's he obviously what I got. It was. Yes, I mean, yes. I didn't see. Yeah, well, look, it, I I thought it was probably probably six three. I thought I was shocked. When I saw the official scorecards from the judges that had one judge had it six rounds to three with Connor winning the first three rounds. The other two judges, official yeah, judges, yeah, yeah, had it one round for Connor McGregor, eight for Floyd Mayweather, it's, which means they gave Floyd the win in the second round where he threw six punches. That is corrupt and absurd. Thank you. I That's what I was looking at. That judge scorecard came on. I legit looked at Rocco and I was like, this is why boxing, I'm not a huge yeah. boxing fan boxing because so there's corrupt. so much fucking politics in it. It's not like, granted, like MMA, there's politics and you know that sometimes the judges are fucking morons, yeah. but... Normally, it goes in favor of the best performance or whatever. Whereas boxing, it's like so much fucking politics. You're like, come on, dude. That is fucking bullshit. How do you win around throwing six punches and eating like seven uppercuts? Not that it was some great performance by McGregor, but he was pushing. It, yeah. it, it didn't make sense the, to me. You know, a lot of boxing purists today and 
Twitter is just a magical place because you can <laughs> yeah. you can tell how much somebody knows about boxing and some how much somebody cares about boxing today by based only on their tweets, right? Because if they're their skin is in the boxing game. They're convincing everybody that this was uh, completely lopsided and Conor McGregor didn't really belong in there and blah, blah, blah. All the MMA fans are like, it was close. It was, you know, right down to the wire. And that's not true either. The, the truth always lies somewhere in between. But the best thing about this fight is that we got the answer to a couple of questions like, how is Conor actually going to approach this? How is Floyd actually going to approach this? Is Floyd at age 40 ever going to change his style and be yeah. exciting again? And he found a way yeah. to be exciting and to finish this fight. Dude, Doing yeah. it against a guy who is making his professional boxing debut, <laughs> that that should take away from all the hardcore boxing fanatics being like, yeah, see, Floyd's still the GOAT. Okay. He is, if but, you want to say that, but if if you took a great NFL football player and threw him into his first NBA basketball game, no one is going to... And he scored 65 points. No one's going to give <laughs> LeBron credit for shutting him game. down. Yeah, you right. know what I mean? Like, Conor McGregor did enough to look like he wasn't completely outclassed. He didn't look lost. He was not as good, but he was he belonged there. And that was a huge win for him well, I think personally. So too. And like if anybody thinks that like Mayweather wouldn't have put him away in the second round if the fucking opening was there, he would have. And so the fact that it took him that long to kind of tax him, get him tired, and then open up some fucking shots, to me that's like that's fucking dope. And, and granted, it took like, him a while to get used to that fucking style that he has. Well, because I, it's so fucking I would have liked to have seen if if Connor had the cardio to continue that slightly unorthodox, a little bit weird style for longer yeah to see yeah. if it would have changed the dynamic because well, when he was switching those stance he would like throw that left and then switch to an orthodox and then pop it was a fucking it was fun to watch yeah like, like mm. he, it was cool and you, you saw everything change as he got a little bit more tired the yeah. footwork was different his stance was different his hand posture was different his head posture was different everything was different well, he, he did as the, he got more tired he did about the the map best on the the night throughout where he just put his gloves up through his head and just fucking stood there and yeah. eating shots like uh what one amazing thing about connor and you you know, again, boxing purists are not going to like any of the comments giving Connor any sort of credit because Floyd is their guy. And, but, and, and by the way, they didn't. So like Dan Raphael from fucking ESPN, who, you know, handles all the boxing shit over there for them. He wrote some fucking snide article last night after the fight was over of, of how uh, Mayweather killed him. And I was like, what? What fucking fight were you watching? Like. Um, they're, well, the, they're, they're, they they're, hate it. They hate it. If you it. look at all the comments, and I was going through like the YouTube comments today. I normally don't, but I was just curious to see what the response of the Mayweather fans are. And they're like the boxing purists, as you say. Like they are going fucking savage on the dude. Like you told you that fucking clown didn't it needed to be in that ring. You're like, dude, he, for boxing professional career debut and stood in with Mayweather, potentially, arguably one of the best boxers ever. Yeah, for yeah. nine fucking rounds, like. <laughs> Hey, like, I'm sorry. What like, world is that? We knew how this was going to end up. It's like, it, it, fuck, it's Floyd Mayweather, right? And you could right? never but, do the reciprocal. Like, oh, in God, combat no. sports, fucking Connor is going to fuck him up every time. Oh, yeah. What, what, another interesting thing about this is the idea that the crossover was a good idea for boxing. You know what I mean? Right. Like, if you're a boxing purist, you have to hate this fight because the pay-per-view record for your favorite sport was well, just probably set. just yeah. set by a fight with one real boxer in it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, I think I think it did. I think it would hurt it because now MMA fans are so mad about this whole ordeal that they'll never buy boxing. 
Well, I, are MMA <clears throat> fans mad about what happened? I think no, MMA. I think, I, think, I think I think they're impressed, but I think they also are like him. Like that's why this fucking sports corrupt. Yeah, it is. It, and like, look, it is. You can't deny right. that there's been it, corruption to, to, to and be bad judging you, in boxing watch, for a long time. Watching the 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 prelims or whatever, working up to the main event. Yeah. I, I grew up in a hardcore boxing fan family. Like every fucking HBO fight or wherever it was back then, we would watch yeah. every single one. Same. Yeah. I I never I kind of got into it, but then as MMA came along, as I got older, like super fan. And then now watching those fights yesterday, Sport. I was like, this is why I'm not a huge boxing fan because. I, I I just I can't really get behind the sport and people that love it. That's totally yeah. fine. But I think. I don't know if it was good for boxing. I don't. Yeah. I think a lot of MMA fans that I don't think it was like. Yeah, I don't think it was good for boxing at all. I don't. I really don't. Well, it, I it, think it, you pissed off both sides. Like you said, your it, purists are like, "Why did you even allow this?" So you're gonna have a number of purists that are like, "Sure, I'm done," or "I'm not fucking." You guys burn me on this one, and then you have the MMA side that's like, "Boxing's fucking corrupt. I'm out." Yeah, yeah it, and and the, and the other, you know, the last part of this is is the fact that Mayweather is now retired. McGregor goes on, you know, is going to be this fucking cult hero, and he's going back to MMA. I, dude, everybody and their mother is well, going to pay for the next Conor McGregor fight. Not, not the, like the like, brilliance. The brilliance for me, dude, it's like hate him or love him, McGregor. Like he, he did something that never happened. He he talked his way in to winning two belts. Yeah, not to mention lost to fucking Diaz, where it's like. But then somehow came back as if he never did lose right. and then talked yeah. his way into a, a professional yeah. boxing mass with Floyd Mayweather and got him out of retirement for two years and then actually put on a pretty goddamn good performance. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not mad at this all. Is, because this is the Jimmy Iovine. I, I it's, 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 yeah. it's inspirational to show. Like, if you do hard work and actually apply yourself to getting an outcome, you can do it. Now, that's why I fucking love it. And when he lost, he wasn't making excuses. I mean, kind of a little bit with like, oh, I get sloppy and tired. Like you were fucking hammed up, but he 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 handled it like a man. And then yeah. he fucking, even though Floyd Mayweather is like a white woman beating piece of shit, he still fucking fist bumped at him. And they like kind of did the whole "Hey, we came together for combat sports" kind of thing. So I was like, yeah. cool. Not, a, I'm not a fan of when the uh, the post fight dirtbag like wins everybody over I with know. with a three yeah. minute speech where he shows a little bit of class i i absolutely hate that you know no, he like john jones being like hey daniel cormier is a good oh, guy God. and a good dad it's like and everyone's just like oh john jones john showing jones. some maturity and he's a he's he's finally figured it out and he's a good guy and you're just like steroids, <laughs> steroids. stop you you allow a man to have a decade and a half worth of just garbage shitbag personality and behavior, and then he gives you three minutes of respectful, <laughs> probably orchestrated and scripted speech after yeah, the fight right. is over. That's and part of the fight like, camp. Like, yeah, everyone's <laughs> like, "Wow, just what class shown by Floyd Mayweather?" It's like, no, the man no. has the man is an awful human being with very few redeeming qualities. And well, he's got a lot of money, though. And yeah, and you know what? We all we were all complicit because we all paid for the damn yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, but but you know you know the cool thing was after it was over last night, and they and they talked to McGregor. In every interview, not once did he mention money. All he wanted to talk about was the fight, what he could have done better, how he thought his performance was like, and you could tell he was genuinely pissed that he lost the fight like he was trying to yeah. figure out a way to win it is true. If, you, if you ever like see you interviews know his with... background right he was a fucking plumber yeah like well you talk this to has his... to be amazing to him still like 
Fuck. The, the interviews with his girlfriend are hilarious. She'd be like, I'll wake up sometimes and he's shadow boxing in the house at three in the morning. Like, what the fuck is this dude oh, doing? It's yeah. like, he loves the sport and that's why it's hard not to like him because he's like a, yeah. a good a, a good dude yeah. from what I see. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's he loves success. He's, yes. he's obsessed with the mastery, I think, of whatever he's doing. So let's say he goes to boxing. He'll become a. Will he ever be as good as Floyd Mayweather? No. no. Is he going to be a better boxer if he boxes again than he was this time around? Yeah. Yeah, he will. Because he's obsessive about it. You yeah. saw in the post fight, he was breaking down like the little things as if he had already watched film. You right. know? Yeah, yeah. Just, and, yeah. And he had an unbelievable, even after a fight, he had an unbelievable memory of the specifics of what had already happened in that fight. So he's, he's not a normal human being, do, do right? The, do you think the majority of people, like you in your career, did, were you analytical in your performance after? You're like, I need to watch the tape to see what happened. Uh, I... I am the worst example of all of that stuff because <laughs> if I won, I was like, cool, I feel good about this for a day, but I know it doesn't really mean much. And then if I lost, I was like, I never want to encounter that horrible feeling and embarrassment again, so I'm not going to go back and watch the tape. I don't recommend that for other fighters. Maybe that's why, <laughs> maybe that's why I'm not as good as I could have been or something, but... I, I can't handle watching myself win or lose, even for like a improvement self evaluation. I'm like, no, coach, tell me what I should have done differently. Uh, corner men, tell me what I should have done differently. I just, I can't stand watching my own fights. Interesting. Connor probably is a huge student of his own his own game. I, I, that's what it seemed like when he was talking afterwards. That I, you know, like he's the type of guy that would probably go home at four a.m. and just watch the fucking fight. Well, again. if you, I always liked it because I'm a huge fucking fan of his, and I and I follow his shit. But like the when he fought, at, I think it was Madison Square Garden or whatever, he was watching the Romero fight and that knee that caught Weidman or whatever, yeah. knocked him out backstage warming up for his fight, and he sees the knee, and then he's sitting there looking the same posture with that like faint to the left knee and was going through the same movements that Romero just knocked out Chris Weidman with. I was like, he's warming up for a fucking second title fight and he's going through a new fucking move right now. I'm like, that is dope. Yeah, there's there are guys who do that, right? Um, Matt Hughes, if people remember his career, choked out of course. Um, Ricardo Almeida with a move that they drilled five minutes before in the locker room because, because they had seen something about the way he was warming up or they had seen something. And, and Jeremy Horn, who's my coach as well, was in Matt's corner. He said, uh, try this little front headlock choke if he, if he shoots low or something like that. And that's what Matt, <laughs> Matt ended up choking out a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt, a guy <laughs> who's unbelievable. You know, he's, he's considered one of the better grapplers to ever participate in UFC competition, choked him unconscious with kind of a wrestler choke because they had practiced it five that. minutes That's, before. I didn't know that. Yeah. Dope. So you know there there are there's a, a difference between uh, <clears throat> the guys that are on the undercard, the guys that are at Conor McGregor's level, and a lot of the time the difference is the stuff that happens behind the scenes and the way that they approach and and value, I guess the uh, the strategy of the game. I think what it all comes down to after that fight, and Ross, what do you think about this? It's like people get so emotionally absorbed into like one side or the other. Like I'm a huge McGregor fan. And I think he's going to win. No, but like the entertainment value from all the behind the scenes, the shit talking up into a pretty good fight that delivered for me as a fan. Like, yeah, 
I, I got my hundred, but I got way more than hundred bucks worth of entertainment. I was like, boom, this is fucking rad. Well, so, well, well worth I don't it. understand why people are like on these threads and just destroying McGregor or whatever. I'm like, hey man, he went out there, put on a performance. He fucking took care of his family. He's not going to have to work he again if he didn't into want to. A sport that he's never done. Yeah, yeah and, it like, was, it, said, and it was and it was said, hey, Who's the best? I'll fight that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, and he was That's winning half the fight. That's he was winning. Man. He was winning yeah. half the fight. Like fuck. Uh, what probably, more could you ask for? Probably a third of. <laughs> I, well, I mean, look, a third, I, half the fight. When I say five, like I, I gave him close to five rounds in that in that thing. I gave him four rounds, uh, you know, including the tenth. Like, let, let's say that would have continued. I would have said six four at the end of ten. He would have been was, down by I two. I was just am fucking when Mayweather was just walking forward and slipping and throwing. I was like, who is it? This is like twenty four year old yeah. Mayweather, dude. This is crazy. As much as I can't stand Floyd Mayweather, uh, it was fun to watch him break out of his old conservative safe style. Yeah, yeah, and you know, go for a finish. And then look, you know, you you alluded to earlier. What about uh, if if Floyd had been looking to get the stoppage in the second round? Probably right. couldn't have done it because Connor was fresh and blah blah blah. But we'll never know. But what's interesting is I think that Floyd Mayweather, for the last five, seven, ten fights of his career, has been like, you know what? I'm going to put my head movement on display. I'm going to put my footwork on display, and my offense is almost secondary. I'm just going to beat this guy were, the safest way possible. They were both great defensively. The like, fact that Connor was like. A, engaging enough or a bother enough that Floyd decided in camp and in the fight itself, no, 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 I have to put this guy away. That's a huge favor to the <laughs> boxing community, whether you like Conor McGregor or not. Yeah. He brought out a better version of Floyd than you saw against Manny Pacquiao. Then you saw, uh, honestly, maybe the best Floyd we've seen since Oscar De La Hoya fight. So, that's a gift to the boxing community, even if you hate the MMA thing. Right. It, it- Put on a good performance of, and you got us. And he brought him out of retirement. You got to see Mayweather fight one last fight. And he so got the five zero. Like, he got the five zero. Yeah, yeah, he got five zero. To, to me, the biggest takeaway, Matt, was uh, was inspiration. I, to, to me, like I'm always looking for people, you know, athletes or musicians. I want to see somebody or, or watch something that's inspiring. Watching a guy who's never fought in a professional fight before against, you know, arguably the greatest boxer of all time. And do well, and just like it was just inspiring for me. Where I was like, "Fuck, it's man. fun as shit to watch." Yeah, I know. you like you want to go for the underdog. It's fucking great, man. I love it. So all the all the way around, dude. I, dude I'm curious got my to see worth. the. I, I'm curious to see the crossover now when McGregor goes back to MMA. What <laughs> that boxing, the you know the year year plus of boxing he's doing, how he's going to apply that to to MMA. If he's going to go hands heavy, or if he just. Because there has to be he's some already a very hands heavy fighter. True, but I'm saying I wonder if there's more influence over his game now is because of that boxing, or if it just goes kind of back to old McGregor and he's got a couple more I tools mean, in the toolbox. I- I'm not convinced we ever see him fighting in the UFC again. True, I agree. He, he alluded to it, but it's like the payday's yeah. got to be there, and he's got so much to lose to get like knocked out he by a just fucking enjoy somebody stuff for a while. Da- look, Diaz. That's <laughs> really if, stuff. If they go, got, yeah, if they go for that bill. Diaz fight, that'll be that'll be big money. I don't really want to see that again. I think it's a really? terrible fight for him. I think he has a hyper chance of losing. He barely snuck in that fucking win the second time. Yeah. And it's like for for a paycheck, he got a paycheck. I don't I don't know if he needs it. I think he's more bent on successes that are attributable to like his social status. Like I have two belts. So like whether that's dropping well, he does uh, going, it now. Right. So um, does he go back and whip Aldo's ass again? Because that's a fucking fight I want to well, see again. Max Holloway holds the belt, right? He beat Holloway 
Holloway gave him a good fight, but he beat Holloway on his way up the ladder. But that was real early on. Holloway's right. learned a lot since. Right. Both of them. Yeah. Both of them are much better fighters at this point. I'd like to see that fight again for sure. Um, and at lightweight, right? He's the he still holds the 155 pound belt. Yeah. I don't like any of those fights for him. Right. You got Khabib. You got Tony Ferguson. I, I I don't think that anyone really cares that much from a belt perspective about a Nate Diaz fight. Uh, would he be interested in going up and fighting like George St. Pierre at 170? See, that's fun. Like, I think that's what he does. He, I think he does a super fight at like a catchweight or like a GSP kind of style thing. I yeah. think that's how the UFC gets him in. They put another super fight, give him that $20 million paycheck. He has the ability to be like, I'm the fucking goat in MMA or whatever. Yeah. I don't see him like you said, like Habib at fucking fifty five. Like, what the fuck yeah. is that? No one, like, who cares? You don't want to see him against Eddie Alvarez again. You don't want to see him against Tyron Woodley because that would just be a nightmare of Woodley playing it safe and trying to wrestle, if anything. Yeah, he just wrestle him and try to elbow him in the fucking. Yeah, yeah. No How thanks. much bigger did Connor look, by the way, than Floyd? That uh, huge. Huge. I I don't mean to keep giving Floyd feathers in his cap because he's already got three hundred million of those, but <laughs> that, like. Connor looked way, way bigger than Floyd. And, yeah. you know, Floyd stopped him in the tenth. So it's a pretty pretty big deal. Boom. Yeah, and it was uh it was a really fun night. Um but Jared, you've you've been eating a lot recently. Uh let- <laughs> no, I, no, I haven't. He's he's plussing up. He's trying to get that uh, it's the greatest that, segue ever. How much I've been two fifteen? Two fifteen? Yeah, maybe two fifteen. I uh, yeah. You know, I'll weigh myself tomorrow. I'll report. You know okay. what's funny, Jared? This 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 is gonna this is gonna do something for your, for the ladies out there. Uh, w- you know, we're near the ending stages of uh, editing the Drinking Bros Live movie that comes out at Thanksgiving, and you, there's a scene without your shirt on in it. And oh oh yeah, my wife was like, "Man, he's surprisingly not that fat." And I was like, "No, I know he's not really that fat." Like. Uh, <laughs> So For his diet, he actually change. has some muscle structure, and he's got some traps and shoulders on him for never working out. And it, it's impressive. Yeah, and I, I think when people see that scene in the movie, they're going to be like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah. Um, you're going to see you're going to see a transformation in the next two weeks. I got my jet ski. I'm going every other day. It's very, it's very, uh, it's very taxing. Are you, so you're going jet, ski jet skiing every other day? Yeah. Where, where Which, do you, by je- the way, where do you jet ski? Listen, at? this isn't Can this we- isn't a fucking like sea do. Like it's a freestyle stand-up jet ski. Like can we, I am jumping and can I make a request? Yeah. Because you guys are masters of like social media videos, and th- I want like a workout plan jet ski video. <laughs> like th- I want jet Hi, ski welcome to, Jared to be the new thigh <laughs> master. Yeah, shake weight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, everybody out there! I've got a new fitness plan for you. It's called jet ski. Jet ski. And he jet ski. Pops open a beer and chugs it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jared, you need to get in shape. I know who has a stand-up jet ski. Like uh, that's awesome. Listen, it's been my dream since I was like ten years old to rot, just drive one. Yeah. And then the first time I did was with the one that I own. So, are you going to try to backflip it? Oh hell yeah! What year is it? Like 1998? Because they they yes. don't make them anymore, so right? He, he lives in 1998. I know it's 2017. No, it was built custom for me by the best <laughs> in the fucking world. The best stand up, okay. the best stand up right. jet ski yeah. company so, in the so world. So not only is it like a super obscure plan for fitness, but it's also an absurd expense. Yes. <laughs> How much was it? Like 13 grand? 12. Yeah, I love it so 12 much. 12 grand. I He's bet, showing Sean pictures right now. I bet you paid in cash. With just one, yeah. one. Ch- never, he's never showed me a picture of his children or his family, but boy does he, boy does he love this jet ski. 
<laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> I he, would say that's. I mean, <laughs> that's funny. Other like, than other than the Ford Focus <laughs> and the jet ski, I mean, that's the only thing I've ever fucked. That's the only thing I've ever spent <laughs> money Ford on. Focus. Other than other than recording gear and camera stuff, I am not picking on your choices of how you spend your money at all. I just I'm saying it's funny. And I if you like great. a jet ski, it adds to the the big. happiness of my friend. Yeah. Go for it, dude. Yes. I don't give it's, a fuck. This is this is. I, my uh, constant yeah. smiles. I can't no. wait. I think it's great. The achievement of a childhood dream to like the nth degree, right? Because yeah. you, you didn't just so, ride one. You got one. You and, didn't just get one. You got a custom one. And the first time that I wrote it, I was taught by the five professionals on the factory team of the company that built it for me. That's amazing. Yeah. I've always wanted, like, since I was five, I've always wanted to ride a dinosaur. So yeah. hopefully my connection with you fine people will make that an <laughs> let's, actual reality. Let's do some R&D Living on that. dinosaur. I don't, I'm yeah. not talking yeah, about like one of those animatronic Dude, fake ones. We would look so good, like, like on a bicycle, bike but, uh, behind each other on a T-Rex. Yeah. So, like, I'd be behind you. I'm cool with that. Just, like, riding into the sunset on a T-Rex. That'd yeah, be fun. Cool. I like yeah. how you say you're still behind him because you won't give it up. Like, you won't be a bottom at all ever like in you know, any scenario I mean, you won't it's a little more feminine and like <laughs> i'm on the back and he's riding the reins of the t-rex but you know my dick's on his butt so i win <laughs> <laughs> but by the way jared i uh do you have something against the fucking sea dew yes what, what, because a sea dew yeah. a sea dew is like fucking laying on a couch on the water oh, that was yeah like, I'm glad I Ross pointed it. out the fact that you went, it's not a sea dew, just the thick disdain in your voice. Yeah, because it doesn't take talent to get on a sea dew. Like, you have to actually learn how to ride these things. Yeah. And they're fucking dangerous. <laughs> I, dude, okay. I, I, I rode a sea dew like maybe six months ago, and I, I fucking love it. I love a goddamn sea dew. Yeah, yeah, you. Would. Yeah, while well, he's over there backflipping, we're gonna be drinking fucking whiskey on the sea dew, Ross. I'm cool with that. Yeah, yeah, down in the Bahamas, just riding sea dews, um, just getting fucked up with like weird black uh, rum, and uh, you know that's all they have down there is this black rum. Just yeah, release the kraken. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah that type. Of, I need to do this. It's an audio show, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just showing Sean right now, you know, what, what, okay. what, what we're getting into. Uh, you guys remember the uh, remember when Nintendo 64 came out and one of the Wave sickest, Race 64. Yeah, Wave, Wave Race 64. Wave Gosh, can we go? Can we please go to Sunset Bay with your jet skis yeah. and just yeah. actually? Yeah. Hopefully, there's a real shortcut. You know? uh, the, the, the thing that I'm amused by, Matt, is we're near episode 200 and you still have to remind Jared that it's an audio show. Hey, man. It's an audio show. It's uh, Listen, still an audio show. That was that was a me. That was a between me and Sean conversation. So are your way out of it. And you know what? I appreciate. Oh my god! What are you fucking twelve? I appreciate it. This is A and B conversation. So see your way out of it. Uh, I said R. C do your way out of it. Hey C Sean. By, by the way, an, an article yeah. just popped up. The reason they're saying the reason why the, that fight was knocked out for everybody was there were so many late lates buys. Uh, typically, people buy it earlier uh, than the fight, so there was a lot of because impulse nobody buys. wanted to see all that other bullshit boxing. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! wait. <laughs> so there were a bunch of people who were like, "I'm not watching. I'm not watching. Yep. I'm not watching." And then at like 10 p.m., yeah. they yes. were like, "Okay, I'm I got yes. to do it because everyone's going to talk about it at work on yep. Monday." Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, I, I think look, <laughs> that is true. It's like the guys that hate fighting, but they watched yeah. it just to be at like the work. Be like, hey, you see the McGregor fight? Just like in their Korg machine, fucking getting their stupid yeah. Starbucks coffee. FOMO is a powerful, powerful motivator it for is. people. 
fear of missing out, man. You don't want to be the one person standing around the water cooler who's like, like I you used watch to, the big fight this weekend. Yeah. I used yeah, to bro. take notes on Family Guy episodes, so I just like I had my notes. Like, when, don't admit things like did, that. What? What? It's I mean, just that it's, was like the thing. Like, it's not a talk, good idea. You regurgitated that episode of Family Guy when you got to school the next day. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't, that's, I, that's a bad plan for <laughs> social acceptance. Ross, is that what you did? did you, <laughs> I, I think Ross did that. He just listened to McGregor's ARs of his own performance and then make his own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Five to four, bro. All right, Ross. Give us a drinking bro of the week. I got jet skiing to do. Jesus, man. Wow. wow. Cutting it off. I was two beers in. Like, let's ride with the show. <laughs> yeah. Let's go fucking Jared, easy on, on this. On your stand up. Your fucking stand up. How far is the fucking lake from here? 40 minutes. That's not bad. No. How disappointed are you going to be if the. Acquisition of this stand-up jet ski does not lead to perfect six-pack abs because I know that in your mind you have that as the ultimate outcome. No, because honestly, if you look at all the professional jet skiers out there, like freestylers, they all have my body shape. They're swarthy. So there's there's they're, hope. They're, pow- yeah. they're powerful. One of the swarthy best individuals. in the world is definitely like ten pounds heavier than me, same wow. height. So, huh. like, there's hope for me to be able to do this stuff. Oh, so you just want to do it. You don't care about the fitness aspect. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to become, I want to compete. In one year, I want to enter a freestyle competition. I like it. Goal. Is that real? I mean, I got, I yes, got, I got absolutely. nothing. I got nothing for that. Come on. What do you mean, come how, how good would you say you are now? I believe in you. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm on round three, the third time I ride it today. <laughs> I got one year to train. That's not can enough. You do, can you do any tricks, or you just drive? No, I'm I'm on, I'm on a 180 now, so I can I can pop it and then flip it. A 180. Pop and flip. Yeah, pop and flip. I prefer to do that with and then buttholes. Today, today I'm gonna try and jump the wake. Okay. And then and then maybe do a one footer. All right. So yeah? so yeah. so let me ask you this: How does one enter a professional? On, honestly, there's so little freestyle jet skiers that I think I, I would just have to show up and pay the entry fee. So, I mean, <laughs> if I get last, I still competed at a professional level with with real sponsors, factory sponsors. Yeah, I mean, hey, I, I, why shoot for the moon? I, we can shoot for the hill. That's what I mean. Hill. I show up as the Black Rifle Coffee Freestyle no, let's, Jet Ski let's Rider. Not, let's not put that on there. Well, okay. It doesn't matter if I'm last. I'm still on TV. <laughs> Fucking Jesus Christ, man. I mean, yeah, so I try and throw it back. Well, Black Rifle Coffee is significantly in last place. Like, really, really <laughs> last a place. Point eight score. <laughs> I... Uh, <laughs> You want to talk about getting humbled and something like seeing Jared on that, like on live TV <laughs> on his fucking black rifle stand up jet ski taken third. Uh, <laughs> that'd be amazing. Look, he's, he's doing his Conor McGregor right now. He's speaking this thing into existence. If, if, if you do that in a year and don't get last place, I'll buy you some gift. Fuck. Yeah, that's the bet. Just, I'll get you something. I, I mean, but keep in mind, like I have Luke wrote alone. Mark I don't Gomez, care. I, like every, every icon in the ski world i just like, want you to have a good idea and then yes, execute it and actually it. perform that's, what, that's what, okay Done. all right yeah by by the end of next summer i have to i have to enter a competition and take something better than last place yes okay quite easily fixed the i mean not like a huge gift but like all like I mean, you know I'll freestyle get, jet ski competitions I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not all about the gift i'm about winning this. Okay, okay very corrupt so <laughs> yeah I, I heard the athletic commission super corrupt corrupt yeah. Oh God. That's really fucking funny. Jesus Christ. So what? Are you really this... leaving to go jet ski today? That's a, that's a real thing. He is. He's yeah, itching yeah. at the bit right now. Yeah. He's like standing I've got, up I've and got talking. Two two boats meeting me up there, so we could do the double wake. <laughs> so where, where where do you store it? Where do you store the thing? <laughs> he's 
coordinating other boats. I know. <laughs> yeah, because you need two boats to make no, no, the no. big jump. I, it, it makes sense to me, but it, just the fact that yeah. you're already the that coordination behind the it. The third time I do anything, I'm just like, I, I, you know what? I Maybe I'll buy a life jacket this time. And you're already like, I need two boats. <laughs> all right. Boats. Is there a submersible we can yeah. fit like a YouTube camera on? Like, let's make this thing happen. Where's the, go? Where's the coxman or whatever the guy to fucking in the back of the boat? Jesus. How do you get it? Uh, there? I will say, do you have like a, a tower behind your truck or something? No, I put it in the van. The f- I, I mean, I, it, you got to shoot for the stars, right? Because the first time I ever wakeboarded, I did. I got up the very first time, went out, was fucking around on it because I've snowboarded and you know fucking skated my whole life. And about thirty seconds in, I got bored and I just cut the wake and tried to jump. And I ate so much fucking shit, but <laughs> it was worth it. Well, I don't mean, hold on to the rope. I remember that because I so ate about a gallon of like, water. And I was like, well, oh, we're no. very similar in this. Is like we're analytical in anything we do, and we're not we're not we're not slow wait, at wait, wait, wait. figuring shit out. You both believe you're actually analytical in all the things that you do. Like, yeah, be, like self figuring out for the most audio part. engineering, self figuring out. What are you staring at? You know me? all this all this shit that you're that's my problem with here. fighting. I overthink. Think instead of just like swinging uh, my okay, fucking maybe hands. Fighting, but, that is true. But like Sissy. I had never ever done a stand-up before. I did it for the first time two weeks ago in Sacramento, and they they were all like, "Wait, you've never rode these before?" I mean, I, by the third time, the third run, I went. I was standing up and 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 getting on it. Yeah, or two days ago, I went. That's the second time I've ever been on it. By the last run of the day, I was able to to pop in one eighty. Well, there you go. So, and who who do you go with? Do you go with like professional people? I went with the whole factory team at the Freeform Factory, the Lawler Brothers and a bunch of other dudes uh, in Sacramento. And then the last time I went, I just took Jim from Silencer Co. Okay. Who's, who's a very good dirt bike rider, and he picked it up super fast, too. Like, he actually cracked the code of the 180 because he came back. He's like, I, I figured out what we're doing wrong because we were eating shit. He's like, turn your head first, then go. And once we did that, it worked. Like, I will uh, I will buy you ice cream when you break your collarbone, you know? Same here. Um, and let me, hey, look, last question about this, Jared. Is it, is it gas or is it a battery? No, it's gas. So you just pour, you pour gasoline in it? Yeah. All right. All right. Look, I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> I've never met anybody weird who, who owns a motorized boat. <laughs> well, not to. Like, my lawnmower is electric. So, I mean, it could be weirder things. You have an electric lawnmower? Yeah, it's boss. It's boss. He said it's boss. Yeah, like I with didn't an know extension if you charged cord? a battery No, no, no. It's got something. these big fucking ion no, batteries. No, this guy does make an electric one, but I got the gas one. Yeah, electric's weird. Fuck yeah. the environment. What? what? Yeah, exactly. What? I'm not worried about my carbon footprint. Uh, I'm, I'm going to Mars with Elon Musk in 10 years anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm, well, like, I'm like, I'm like well, Bigfoot with my carbon footprint. I just I don't care. Uh, great. Just, yeah. I mean, I drive a Tundra that gets like seven miles to the gallon. <laughs> It's yeah. terrible. We're not going to be alive for, for when the environment really goes to shit. Like, we're not going to be alive. And I don't think our kids are either, so I'm not even worried about nah, that. Nah, North Korea will nuke somebody by then, so whatever. Yeah. yeah. Comforting. But... <laughs> All right, let's get Jared out of here. I can see him texting over there. He's like, hey, guys, I got the hot dogs. Make sure you got the two boats. Yeah, not yeah, one, two but boats. two. Two boats. We got right, two boats. Uh, let's you got... get to the drinking bro of the week, shall we? Yeah. Uh, this one goes to Joshua Boom Howard. Uh, oh, wow. He submitted for his buddy. Hey, guys, uh, this is Josh Howard, CEO of Woodburned Warriors. I'd like to nominate a drinking bro of the week, my stepdad's father, William Boyd. He was an uh, Army Korean veteran and recently lost his battle with brain cancer. He was, 89, oh, he was 89 years old and always had interesting stories every time I visited him. He was an amazing person and a great man. Every example of a man 
that you could think of, he was. He will be missed, and I know that he would appreciate everything you guys do. Uh, man. That's very nice. Yeah, thanks, guys. Cheers. And he says thanks. Cheers. Cheers, Josh. Cheers to him, brother. Cheers to him. Uh, we appreciate you listening, and uh, sorry, sorry about that. Uh, but to, to William Boyd, to William Boyd, cheers. Cheers. Uh, and for, for Jared Taylor, boy, it's, it, you're standing up. You're getting some, you're getting some exercise today. Yep. Is the weather nice there? I'll, I'll send you. Yeah. Yes, it is. I'll send you some clips to put on drinking bros. Uh, uh, Instagram. Yeah, please do. <laughs> put, yeah, but please. Because <laughs> Hey, drinking bros is on the fucking center pole of the jet ski. Yeah. It's got a Drinking Bros logo on it. it. It is. It is. So let's, uh, you send pulled some... out a picture to show Sean. You oh, I'm going to send it to Ross. Oh, yeah, yeah. Lord. Send it to me. I'll post it now. And uh, yeah, we'll put that up on Instagram. Uh, uh, fuck me. All right, Dip man. me in shit and roll me in breadcrumbs, Ross. Exactly. Exactly. Well, if you weren't inspired then, uh, by last night's fight, nothing will inspire you. 100%. And Sean, just since you uh, helped us out in these fight ones and are always welcome, um, your podcast, Ballers uh, and Brawlers. Ballers and Brawlers, uh, available. You follow me on everything at Real OC Sports. Follow the links, click, find it, download it. Uh, new episode coming out this week, talking awesome. about the fight and all things coming up. And it's me, Johnny Ritchie of Rockwell Watches, and uh, Darren Williams, former NBA All Star and two time Olympic gold medalist wow. for USA basketball. Wow. He's, a, he's kind of a big deal. Kind of a Can big he deal. bring his gold medals in next time? Will we take a picture like with the guitar wall and his gold medals? I mean, I'll ask him. That would be awesome. He's a, he's a good guy. He got me some free fight gear, you know? It was awesome. He did? Yeah. He, Ibusu. What, what, oh, what nice. Olympics did he win? Uh, let's see. It would have been, I think, 2008 and 2012. 12. Or 2008 and 2004. I can't remember. Hmm. Fuck. Which, which is the one where we did not win the gold medal? He wasn't part of that. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> Uh, awesome. Well, hey, Jared, we'll let you get out of here. Send some ski, some some jet ski footage. Some sea, some sea do footage. Yeah, some sea do footage. Did Ross just say send some? So offended. Yeah, Matt. Me and me and Matt should go to the Bahamas and just video ourselves sea doing all day yeah, long, dude. <laughs> I'd ship my ski if we go on a vacation. Hashtag hashtag sea do life, bro. Oh, you don't know about that. It. Yeah, Fucking you don't know the, nothing about that sea dude. The, the, the couch of the Bahamas, bro. Yeah, 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 he's saying it now, but when I finally get him out there and he tries it, he's gonna be addicted and he's gonna be like, "I need, I need one." Now, Who me? That's, Matt. Matt. That's not accurate at all. Matt. Matt's gonna be like, "This is really." Fun. You've known me for over five years. I think you would know me better than that. But, yeah, uh, but Matt. Matt would never enjoy like a stand-up jet ski. Nah, bro. I'm, right. I'm about that sit life. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to look same. at titties and drink beer. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I'm going to look at titties and drink beer when I'm standing up holding it like a cock in my mouth. No thanks. <laughs> hashtag Sea-Doo for life. Yeah, you should just hashtag Sea-Doo on all of Jared's fucking stand-up no, no, jet ski things that. on Instagram. You shouldn't do any of that. Every time Jared posts on Instagram <laughs> with his stand-up. Sea-Doo. Hashtag Sea-Doo at the end of it. <laughs> no, nope, nope, it's not a Sea-Doo. It's a free sure factory. It's every, a stand-up ski. Every correspondence <laughs> That'll be a that fun I have little game. I'm still getting hashtag permed on all my photos. Still, every time I text you to ask for a favor, God everything is it. always going to be with a hashtag. Yeah. See do. God damn it! No, don't do that. Give it up for Jared <laughs> Cedu Taylor. <laughs> I don't endorse Cedu. I think they're shit. Fuck them. <laughs>
<laughs> Black Rifle Coffee releasing a Sea-Doo blend very, very soon. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be fantastic. We're really, we're really looking to you know expand on verticals yeah. and work our way into the Sea-Doo market. It's decaf and it's extra frothy, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, you could, that's our TAM, bro. We can we can work on that. We can expand. I like it. Sea-Doo's. Let's do it. I'm going to call up Sea-Doo right now. No. They're, they're yeah. Right. Let's get him on the phone. Let's get Sea-Doo on the horn. <laughs> yeah. There's no reason for us to do anything with Sea-Doo. Yeah. yeah. No, there's a lot. Of, actually, me and me and Matt why, really enjoy them. We got a tagline. Why why stand when you can sit? Sea-Doo life. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got taglines for days, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because I'm sure both of you sit down to pee, too. Yeah, you know, maybe so. I do. Why be a queer when you can sit down on a sea-do and drink a beer, you know? <laughs> Fuck, man. We can do this for days. <laughs> <laughs> the man just, he's a machine with the tagline. <laughs> uh, all right, Jared. We'll let you, we'll let you hit the lake. Uh, uh, Sean, thanks for being on the show for for Matt Best, uh, Jared hashtag Sudo Taylor. Um, <laughs> nope, not that. Don't forget stand to up. go to his Instagram and and, and hashtag Sudo in every photo. Hashtag stand, stand up. Hashtag stand up. What's your what's your Instagram? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anymore. JT Article Fifteen. Well, uh, that's what it was. Now it's going to yeah. be JT Sudo Article Fifteen. JT Sudo, dude, please. Oh, that'd be so good. <laughs> Uh, dude, amazing. thanks for listening. And uh, McGregor and Mayweather, thanks for a great fight last night. I enjoyed it. Uh, good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>